Just talk for a minute. You. Yeah, one, two, Hi, three. Mate. Welcome. Hello. No, you're very soft. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's Hello. All right. <clears throat> uh, okay, so you'd like to do a show. I'll, well, um, why else are you here, Trev? Just, you know, a little why stop, else did you stop over on the way in. back from the airport. See, being, me being close to the airport is handy, isn't it, for you? It's not really, because now I've got to get off my ass and go all the way home. Well, you had to do that anyway. Yeah, but I had to stop here. Well, it's on your way. It's not like I've inconvenienced you or nothing. You had to it's kind of on exactly your way home. I drive past. Well, it's closer to my... Coming to my place is closer than getting to your place, isn't it, from the airport? Oh, isn't thanks, it? Scoop. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, do I need... Yeah, I do need... Hang on, I'm going to need my computer. Step up. Bap, 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 bap. Is that, is that uh, the, the on-hold music? You want some on-hold music? No, man, I don't want to do the show. Okay. You good? Let's go. Your computer's locked. Not for long. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online is news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 354. Thanks to good people at Netgear and Uniden uh, here in the Tech Guide studio with Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. Good evening, Trevor. Lovely to be here. Thanks for having me at your... Uh, on your way home. You sort of fit me in on your way home from the airport. Very nice of you. Oh, well, I mean, we like to make things convenient. Yeah. I'd well, fit you in on, the, on your way... To the coast? <laughs> well, I went up to the central coast the other day, and that's really? up your way, isn't it? The yeah. turn off to... Thanks for dropping in to say hello. Yeah. Drove, well, we, drove would have, we would have been like, some, it was, shut all the windows it was and on we're not sun, home anyway. It was on Sunday. <laughs> really? Yeah? Mate, could have come sounds by, like you've done that before. You could have come by the EFTM Tri-Baseball Day at uh, the local park. What time was that on? Where, where uh, was between that? 10 and 12, get the kids playing baseball. Mate, I was driving, signing my, red driving my Tesla up the Central Coast, yeah, mate. mate. This was much more fun, seeing kids enjoying yep. sport. Anyway, Great. Uh, not here Great. to talk about any of that. Uh, here no. to talk about the latest uh, tech news information and a few reviews here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, uh, the ACCC has released another... Another um, tranche of uh, speed test results on their on their broadband monitoring program. Now, <clears throat> this is fascinating to me because this this is kind of flown under the radar a little bit since they launched it. This is the program where they have a little white box in about eight or nine hundred homes around Australia, which monitors the speed of the internet connection in the home, and it does it the same in all the homes so that they can get some representation not only of the speeds everyone's getting broadly. But the speed that's being delivered by an internet provider as compared to the plan under which the uh, customer is subscribed. Yes. We're so talking if you're on a 50 or 100. Talking most specifically about the NBN. So yes. it's fascinating to me. And there's two great things. There's a couple of great things about this one this time around. Because this is the first month where Aussie Broadband and My Republic are featured in the results. Uh-huh. Because they've obviously, you know, they've got the data about um, customer numbers. Um, and you know they're they're featuring up there pretty well in the customer number rank, so they've had to include them alongside Optus, Telstra, TPG, and Ionet. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, a couple of couple of bad things. Telstra's speed went down eight point two percent. Now, basically, what we what, what they have here are graphs that show what percentage of the planned speed they're able to deliver. So if you're del- if you're on a one hundred speed, Telstra 
in you know average peak time and whatnot is providing 79.9% of that. Now, that's still great. That's still 80, 80 meg speeds, right? Yep. Pretty good speeds. Um, but a lot of people would be like, well, hang on a minute, that's a lot less than what I'm paying for. So how does that work out? And these speed percentages apply across the plan. So if you're on the 50, you'll be getting you know, 40-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, TPG went down as well, 5.1%. Uh, Optus went up slightly. Ionet went down 5%. My Republic started their time in this plan at 74.4%, the worst of them all. Sounds terrible to say the worst because the benchmark is actually 60. Yeah, right. But you say well, they went up, they went down. So these are not the first time this has been no, tested. No, the, the big four have been measured for, for several months now, yep. but T, uh, My Republic and Aussie Broadband are new. So how did Optus fare? <clears throat> um, they went up a, up a touch to 83.3%. Okay. Which is not bad. I'm getting, the inter- I'm getting the internet. I'm getting the NBN this month. Well, I was, well, scheduled to be in uh, in August. Just don't get excited, mate. Wait till it comes before you get. You know, yeah, get well, excited. I'm I've, I've I've stated already. Yeah, I'm well, going to give Optus a go. I think it's just crazy. Well, I'm going to try them out. <clears throat> I come up, yeah. but uh, the big winner was Aussie Broadband. Aussie Broadband. Aussie Broadband. Eighty-eight point three percent. That's mm-hmm. that's a big number. It's also interesting that. Um, so that's an if, that's average across a few areas, isn't it? Average download speeds. Yeah, that's across average download nu- speeds. Numerous places. Right? Oh yeah, the, so it's about eight hundred homes overall. Yep. Um, I think it's about a hundred that have Aussie broadband, so you know it, it's it's represented across those ISPs. But there's okay. so many interesting things here. So, for example, um, how much more speed could be delivered if they removed all of the faulty lines, essentially? So, yeah. Telstra has a huge chunk of customers who um, have faulty services, faulty to the point where they're they're supplying such low speeds that they're being discounted. Mm-hmm. Um, upload speeds are pretty good. But Telstra actually did very well in two areas. I think this speaks to their overall network performance. Um, They did very well in web page loading time, 2.9 seconds, the the lowest of all, even though their speeds are notionally Mm -hmm. slightly low, ever so slightly, um, and latency. So, you know, you're kind of your ping time, lowest of all there at 13.5. So that's to me, says they've built a good network because the network can deliver the the throughput and the speed at um, at the right rate despite a little bit of a, a, a question over the speed mm-hmm. over the last few months. So overall, this is a good news story. Great this news story. This is good news because how many people have taken aim at the NBN and at the, at the first opportunity that mm. they've just really tried to, tried to criticise it? Don't you feel like that's dropped off? It has a bit. Like yeah, massively. It has, yeah. Just feel like as more people get it, more yeah. people are realising it's actually not that bad. Yeah, they learn. It's it's knowledge though. They're learning now. But also, what, yeah. to that's not to say there wasn't. Oh, there was issues. Criticisms. Yeah, yeah. NBN have lifted their game with pricing, which has driven people up in the speeds, which allows people to actually yeah. pay for faster speeds. Correct. NBN and the telcos have worked closer together on the connection and migration and all those things, and all the telcos have been slapped over the wrist for the way they advertise plans yeah. and the way they talk about speed. So we've kind of got to a point where this is what it should have been like from day one. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is a good story, mate. I mean, people might think that getting 88% of what you're paying for is a bad thing, but it's not. Like, trust me, you and don't these notice are, these it These are for evening start. speeds too, aren't they? These <clears> are the, this is where it's to the busiest time on the network. I and don't like, have... The, and in previous, in previous tests, that would have been lower, much lower in some, on some plans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the problem is this this was only introduced yeah. as a result Recently, of all the dramas, yeah, right? Um, yeah. But good the, the, the ACCC is on our side it, there, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Great. It also shows there's some really good charts they've got if you want to dig into it on the ACCC website that show um, you know, peak time. Peak time is, is without question the kind of 8, 9 o'clock time of night. Yeah, it's, 9 p.m. That's when it's happening. That's when people are jumping oh, online. And that's absolutely. when... 
the, the speeds dip a little bit. The graph that you've got in front of it's a line graph. You can see speeds dip just a touch at night time, yeah. but that's just life. That's because everyone's on Netflix and yeah. everyone's on the web and yeah. shopping and watching and that's right. gaming. and Yeah. So I think a good news story, wait, mate. That's why I wait till late at night to play Call of Duty. Everyone, for, for everyone, everyone's gone to bed. Yeah. yeah. Simple man. That, that's that's uh, you got every every millisecond counts. So the I don't want to say that Telstra reacted to the ACCC and tried to find a better story for them because I don't think the ACCC story is bad for them. Yes, I didn't highlight them in my story. I, I did highlight their network performance, and I think if they're listening, they've overlooked the fact that I I wrapped them on that. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to point out that um, the they had a huge result with. Ookla, which is the people that run speedtest.net. Um, they say they've been named the fastest broadband provider nationally on both mobile and fixed networks. Uh, other words, you know, NBN. Yeah. Um, and that, that it, this data is a result of something like 15 million different tests right. as opposed to the 800. Now, and they've gone to their pains to point that out to me to say um, the size of the ACCC sample is 800 across 15 ISPs, whereas speed test research measured 481,000. Look, <laughs> I get that, right? But that's yeah. like saying TV ratings are rubbish. Now, mm. they don't tell you exactly who's not everyone, tuned in. Not everyone tasting but, the ratings. Are. But there's only a small number of boxes, and it is, is demographically and statistically representative of yeah. what happens. And you might think they're rubbish, but trust me, if, if Ninja Warrior wasn't rating... No one would be talking about it, but people are talking about it, and that's yeah. like it, it. Just trust but, me, it does. But work. surely, like, ratings in just in that on that point, ratings mm. like the the social media buzz must be taken into account as well, because otherwise, it'd be seen as an an anomaly. If like you example, you mentioned everyone's talking about Ninja Warrior tweeting mm. it and involved yeah. with it. And if that didn't there's reflect the ratings, there's a whole separate measurement of, of social media. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. But these in this case, it showed that the ratings was was actually in the right direction. Yeah. It was accurate. Um, you know, Telstra, Telstra have done well. I, I don't think so. Here's my problem with speedtest.net being a measure. I, I think it's great. I use it all the time. But mate, who in your family, like people in, not in our game, yeah. has used speedtest.net? Uh, yeah, some people. You mean in my family or people that I know? Does your wife use it? No. She just takes my word for it. My mum use it? No. Does my wife use it? No. I think there's it's basically 50-50, if not more, that's being generous, to suggest that anyone has used speedtest.net. It's it's gone up more than ever because we now talk about speed than we never did before. But the fact is that the ACCC monitors, people have to... um, you have to nominate to be part of it. Yeah. But they had 4,000 nominations. They only got 800 boxes. And they're choosing people across ISPs and across speed yeah. plans. It's a bit more and, random. And it's areas a bit more, and regions. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. well so, done to Telstra for being so fast, no yeah. doubt. And, and you know, it's such a hard thing because the network speeds in Australia are extraordinary, mobile network especially. Yeah. Um, the other problem I have is whenever you do, uh, you know, a speed test with speedtest.net, for example, um, there's a lot of factors involved in it. And if you haven't yeah. really truly taken those factors out, like, you know, make sure everyone else is not using the internet at the time to do a test. Yeah, but also to some people just test their Wi-Fi speed, not the actual Not the speed. actual internet yeah, speed. Yeah, that's yeah. a common comment. We, how many times on people on Twitter have tweeted us? Exactly. And then we, we reply with that, what I just said. Uh, <laughs> if And it's it's a good – I had the question the other day on the Today Show. and. I think it's a good question. How do I test my speed? Yeah. And I think the advice I have is get a computer that has an, an Ethernet port. Yep. Plug it into your modem just for the speed test. You don't have to have it there permanently. Plug it into your modem. Hopefully get everyone else off the network just for a little while. 
and do a speed test, speedtest.net. That's where you'll find out the speed of your internet as opposed to the speed of your Wi-Fi because most people's problem is Wi-Fi, not internet. Yep. And, you know, we've talked about, and they're sponsors of ours, uh, Orbi, uh, D-Links, uh, what's it called, Linksys VLOP, uh, VLOP. D-Links Cover. Yep. There's a bunch of Google Wi-Fi, a bunch of great systems I'm out there. I'm just doing will, a speed test while you're talking. That will give you a, a representative speed, a much better speed across your Wi-Fi network. Uh, traditional Wi-Fi networks, not not so much. But I'm not plugged in. I'm doing this on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, and, and this is this is through um, my new network name. Have you seen my new network, mate? No, so just for people who haven't been to Stephen's house, which yeah. is all of you, um, unless you oh, apart from your brother, have you seen the new network? Death Star. <laughs> you know what? That's the Norton Core, which we'll talk about next week. But so uh, we've. Oh, I'm actually not connected to you. All. I'm you got your Telstra dongle. I must have my Telstra dongle okay, here. Okay, get so. on, get on to, get on to Chewbacca. <clears throat> no, I stand by. I'm going to do it. So Chewbacca well, or Han Solo? Han Solo. We didn't here. get any complaints about last last week's episode. Do you remember when we were just gibbering? Well, that's what we do every week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was a lot more than more than normal last year, last week. Yeah, um, especially on your part. Oh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, yeah, riveting, old, riveting podcasting. The old, the old Telstra four G uh, not not performing well. Okay. Um, sorry. So Stephen Stephen's home has Obi Wan Kenobi, Han Solo, uh, Darth Death Star. Is Dahaman you as well? What's that? No. Okay. Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Boba Fett. These are network names because Stephen and is... And Obi-Wan Kenobi. A complete lunatic. R2-D2 is there as well? R2-D2, yeah, that's mine. You know you can... Boba Fett. You, you know you Boba can Fett? unplug them after if you've reviewed them. Yeah, I know, but I, it's all good, mate. It's I'm all good. I'm almost convinced that they're, they're creating their own Wi-Fi <laughs> congestion. Jeez, your upload speeds are on fire there, Stephen. Read them out to people. No, uh, upload speed 0.71 megabits per second. Thanks, Optus. I'm going to try another one. This is on the, a different network. This is on Han Solo. See how good he gets. How's it going to be any different, mate? Because the, the thing, the thing's oh, right the, behind you. Oh, yes, okay. It's, it's closer, Trevor. It's a, it's a good go Wi-Fi. Oh, go, son. Go, son. We'll this get, is exciting. Speeding, well, we've got up to 67 here. 67. Look at the dial go up as we get to 53. <laughs> She's dropping back down now. This is the disappointment for the big man. 46, 45. Oh, it peaked early, the speed <laughs> test here on the Google Wi-Fi. So hang on. So it doesn't give me the highest. It gives me the average, does it? Well, that's what it's meant to do well, is give me an overall speed. Oh, I hit 76. Well, though. here we go with the upload. We've hit point zero. Point seven eight. Point seven eight. Oh, we saw a point eight. Oh, point this is six, huge. Seven. He's over. He's, He's got to point eight, but it's come back with a final result of point six. six. That's that's pretty average, isn't it? My upload speed. Oh, gee. Jeez. By Jingo. By G, by Jingo. By Crikey. <laughs> Don't touch the set. Don't touch the dial. Don't, Don't touch go the set. anywhere. Don't touch the dial. <laughs> Don't you go anywhere. Oh, that gave me shivers. Um... <laughs> Your mate, your mate Ray. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I just don't want to talk anymore. Um, well, you know what? Speed tests. Yeah, that, that. If I was to be connected on my my iMac with or this this laptop with a Ethernet connection straight into the modem, yeah, that's getting, how you should do the speed. That's test, right. Because because you're getting forty five on your Wi Fi, you should be getting about ninety eight, shouldn't you? Hundred and two. Uh, this time of day, um, <laughs> on Optus, yeah, on a sort of about about eighty. About 80 okay. megabits per second. And during the day, I might have, I hit 96, 99 sometimes. Yeah. And uh, upload one megabit per I second. I normally get to yeah. 34, 35 uploads. That's fantastic. On both connections. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. That's great. Uh, I'm going to be on the NBN soon too. Don't worry. Right, and Don't worry. I'm, I'm excited for you. So well done, Telstra, on their Ookla speed test results. Ookla. Are you sure um, that's how you say it? Well, how else would you say it? I don't know. <laughs> how else would you say it? Well, is that, is, that an, is that an acronym or is that their name? What the? 
Ookla. It says O-O-K-L-A. I know, but is that, is that, that a, is it capital letters or is that just a name that they've, they've come no, up with? capital O. It doesn't Ookla. sound, it's not a, an acronym, is it? Let's make it an acronym. It is um, observing. Ordinary. Ordinary. <laughs> kilobit. Latency. latency. <laughs> access. Access. <laughs> yeah. We just turned it into an acronym live on the on two blokes. If that's their team. acronym. No. I doubt it. It's not. It must be a name. Anyway. This riveting, good, riveting, riveting podcasting. On riveting. Uh, two blokes talking tech. Let's change some gears, solid gears here, Trevor. I know that we've been starting... Good started, segue, though, with started, the commentary. Started, started at very solid, the podcast this week. Do I get to comment? Yeah, the commentary, well? yeah. You, you, uh, you've uh, been sitting in the continuous call team box for too many years in a row back then, back That's in the day, true. weren't you, mate? Also, I listened to a fair bit of uh, 12th Man in my time, too. So, bye, G, bye, G, go, bye, Craigie. <laughs> Pierce off, Jack. Sovereign. Pierce off, Jack. Yeah. Gives on. What did you say? <laughs> Don't tell me to piss off. <laughs> Won't say the next the bit. The 12th man legend. Uh, mate, I had a trip into the... You know, I'm a big footy fan. Everyone knows I'm a football fan. Uh, my beloved Rabbitohs are doing pretty well this year. But uh, the NRL bunker. And it figures in every game you watch. Any game of rugby league you watch. doesn't figure... figure oh, no, it does. The I, NRL, I just don't watch. the bunker figures in every game. Mm-hmm. And I actually had the opportunity to uh, go inside the bunker and... Mm. Check out all the technology that powers it, uh, the people that run it, and how how they came up with it. Really, it's, it was an interesting, interesting trip. The, it's a, it's in the NEP broadcast building in Everly. That's a, NRL Digital is over yep. in that part of the woods there. You yep. know, in the technology park. It's over nearly where the uh, <coughs> the uh, traffic 7. management center is as well. Yeah, that's right, over that way. But um, yeah, it's, it, it it was a really interesting couple of hours I spent in there talking to the guys who set it up, talking to the people who work for Hawkeye. Hawkeye is the software that runs. Uh, they do the, the cricket as well. Don't they, they do, and the tennis. Yeah. yeah, so they've they've got the software that's kind so of the they backbone go of the for system, don't they? They do. Yeah, uh, they're the go-to guys in sports video adjudication. Sports? The, is that uh, a thing? Sports the, uh, video adjudication. adjudication. Have you just made that up, or is uh, that a real thing? That's that's the, that's what okay. they talk about. But. Okay. Um, it was, you know, we we see what we no, see. No, stop on you TV. right there. I want to know. Yeah. When you walked in, and I'm assuming there's, you know, offices and a reception, and yeah. then they opened the doors. Yeah. What was your first thought? Was wow, it's like I'm in Mission Control. It's right. like I've stepped into NASA because they do show it. There's been they do they do show it. Only only <clears throat> Channel Nine shows it. You know, ask me why Fox Sports. Hey, Stephen, why doesn't Fox Sports show the bunker? Because inside the bunker, and anyone who's uh, even looks at the scoreboard, it's sponsored by KFC. That's who pays for the thing, right? Yeah. They, they they pay big money for the advertising. Yeah. Fox League's major sponsor is McDonald's. So they don't like to show inside there because the KFC logo might be in the background. But little tidbit of information. But the... the I think yeah, it's the, interesting the, that the NRL... Yeah, okay. That's, uh, the, I just, it should be a clean environment. Well, it, it, they, have, they have the sponsors' names everywhere. Yeah. And, and when, you, when you walk in, it's got like privacy glass... So they can, the, the, you know how they, you can make the glass clear or, yep. or go uh, yeah. opaque. So uh, during a match, it's it's no one can look in there. But uh, when I walked in, I noticed there were four distinct sections of the bunker because when they came up with the idea, and that we're, we're talking back in 2012 when they thought there was a really controversial final series. Remember the Cowboys got knocked out. There was a game against the the, the uh, against Manly where there was this this really just a, a 
embarrassing decision and they allowed a try and uh, kicked the Cowboys out of the comp. And anyway, long yeah, story yeah. short, the NRL thought having a guy sit in a box in a grandstand, which was the old video ref, yeah, back it's, the, not, it's not going to cut it. Was it was also right next to the commentary boxes yeah, for radio or TV fans too. banging on the glass. Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. wasn't conducive to them. They said, look, there's got to be a better way. So they, they decided to look overseas what they're doing, the, the okay. NFL, NHL. They've got their own what they call command centres. Yes. So they kind of took a leaf out of those books and thought, right, they, they brought their partners together, NEP Broadcasting. They thought, we need to talk to Hawkeye. And then they came up with the bunker and and the, no, the I, I like the name. Yeah, the, well, the bunker is actually going to be called the command center, but Todd Greenberg uh, coined that phrase, the bunker, and that stuck. So he's the boss of the NRL, so no, he cool. had the final call. Nice. But they were going to actually call it the NRL command center, but it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there are four distinct pods. Now they're in in the in the bunker during a match. There is a senior review official, an SRO. There is another match official. And then there's an operator. So there's three people. So each, there's okay. four distinct pods here. Because you can remember back in 2012, the NRL games sometimes overlapped. Of course. So they, yes. there was, so they knew they might need to use two at the same time for two different games. Mm-hmm. Now, every game is, goes one after the other. So yep. none of them run the same time. Yep. So what they do, they, they now have redundancies. Yeah. And they start, say, one the 3 o'clock match in this pod, then they go to the 5.30 match in that pod, then they might come to that pod or use another one. So they're rotating around the equipment. Um, how they get all, all the pitch-facing cameras from Fox and Nine are sent back via high-speed fibre connection back to back to All the, of them, that are, all they have. From everything. every NRL venue. Yep. They've got all these links. Taking already. the photo to prove my yeah. wife that I'm here. They, they, uh, they, oh, they. Didn't work. <laughs> you press the volume. Up. Well, mate, that should work. Doesn't it's, the volume button work as a I don't shutter? Know. Is it iOS it's twelve? Yeah, it should. So yeah, the, uh, the, the, the whole setup, and, and they got these really high res touchscreen monitors. They got jog wheels and tag machines, so they can. So tag tell me incidents. about the roles of the four people. Sen- there's three people. Senior review official who has the final say. Yep. There's another match official who sits down in the front row. And then there's an operator from Hawkeye who's also... They're, like, he's, they're, he's, they're the, he's button, the one that when they, the they say, pushers. show me it from another angle yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so he goes, I want that angle, I want yeah, that angle, I yeah. want that angle. And then he puts it up to the to the senior <clears throat> review official screen. And then the senior review official's got a jog wheel. So what's the and, most impressive bit of technology that's in there, given this is a tech podcast? Well, they've got... Uh, well, it's the, it's, the, it's the speed in which they do it. Yeah, it's, right. the, it's the speed in which they can get all that information... Process it, and when they started, they were taking up to ninety seconds to make a decision. Now they've gotten that down to less than a minute. They said, reckon on average, it takes fifty-five seconds for the, right. for the bunker to make a decision. Uh, but one thing too that fascinated me as well because it is the sheer number of cameras that are at the ground, up to twenty different angles. The cameras have to be in sync. Of so course, they've got to sync the cameras. So what they do. Anyone who goes to an NRL match, keep your eye out about an hour, hour and a half before kickoff. The broadcasters are asked by the bunker to aim all their pitch-facing cameras to the field. Yes. Then a, a streaker a, a, runs through. A person runs on, uh, not run, goes onto the field and claps their hands above their head. So all the cameras catch that as the sink. Mm. And that then is, okay, all angles are sink. Because when you think about it, if they're looking at, say, the wingers put the ball in the corner and his foot's yeah. just out, just above the line. You want to be able to go to another camera. Looking at the to other angle, because yeah. if they're not in sync in another angle, his foot might be out and you might make the wrong decision. So that's the importance of the sync. So if, any, if you're wondering totally. who's doing the Viking clap in the middle of the, of the, of the ground, yeah. they're not trying to rev the crowd up, they're just doing the sync. He goes out and he does one clap and he goes, nah, no one else clapped. I'm, I'm off. Yeah, I'm gone. He tried to start a Mexican <laughs> wave and failed. Which, by the way, yeah. and, you know, it's. it's 
it's just the simplest and traditional way of doing it. You still do that now in, in any yeah. form of video. You just Well, clap. anyone who claps their so hands, that's your, right. All yeah, your yeah. audio and your video is Well, that's like sync. the clapper board on Hollywood. That's, you know, that's, they go, that's what yeah, it's action, for. boom. That's entirely so what it's all for. all the audio, the angles, everything's all synced up. But um, the, it was the, this was the button that was the... Uh, that was the most interesting to me. There was the senior review official is the only one who has this little control here <laughs> yep. with the no try and try, and they are actually surprisingly close to each other. So you've got to be really careful you're pressing the right button there. You wouldn't so, have a fat finger moment, would you? That's right. Yeah, you want to make sure your monitor's not... I'm disappointed. Uh, I want It's a touch screen <laughs> on a monitor. I'd want a big button. Yeah. Well... A bigger button, you reckon? Like a physical, yeah, you know, like a game show like, button, pff, yeah, <laughs> like a like the voice when you know they what? turn my, the chairs. My son has in his top drawer. Uh, yeah. He has a yes and a no button. Yeah, and he opens the drawer, and the kids, kids, kids. I've got a no button. Someone gave me that for my birthday. Yeah. No, 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 Mate, no. That's the coolest thing. And it has I've different, got it. No, gonna, different types should, of no and yeses. When you're doing your live read, I'm going to grab it, and we're okay. going to play it a couple of times. <laughs> but you've got a yes though. I've got. A, I only got a no. Anyway, that's what the bunker should have. Well, it's fascinating. Well, the bunker, yeah. Now it was really interesting, and, and I, uh, I've got a story on Tech Guide on my uh, on Tech Guide episode three ten. I've got in- interviews with uh, Nathan McGuirk, who's the head of operations and competitions, and I spoke to the guys from Hawkeye as well. So some interesting insights into how it all works and how it all came together, its history and uh, all that information. It was it was fascinating, uh, and for someone who's got a massive interest in league and also an interest you? in technology, really? it was a, it was a great little yarn. I Very really enjoyed good. it. Love it. Check it out at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And we mentioned Wi-Fi networks earlier and the importance of a good Wi-Fi network. Uh, if you've got multiple devices in your home, and in a modern home we're talking about you know, 10, 15, I've got 55 devices at home. Uh, your kids have got a device, they've got a PlayStation, they've got an Xbox, you've got streaming TV, you've got your laptop, you've got your iPhone, you've got your smart lights and all these different things. They're all connected to your Wi-Fi network and your Wi-Fi network can be brought down by any one thing on that. Uh, back in the day, and these, these networks still exist in a lot of people's homes, the Wi-Fi network was only as fast as the slowest device on it. These days, with a modern mesh Wi-Fi network, you can have full speed all across your home, uh, everywhere you want it. And uh, Orbi is the one to get when it comes to a mesh Wi-Fi network. Orbi by Netgear uh, comes in a whole different range of sizes to give you different coverage across your home so you can spend as much as you need in terms of the size of your home. But trust me, it will deliver the speed you want right across the home that you have. Orbi by Netgear. O-R-B-I. Check it out at netgear.com.au. <laughs> That's what the bunker button should be. No! <laughs> is that Mate, the same one you Because the yes is in the nose. No! Yeah! <laughs> like, don't you reckon? Oh. <laughs> Mate, no! that's, it's just a much better button. I just think a physical button like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So instead of try, no try, if it's no try, it'll say... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love hearing it. My kids ask me for something, I just hit the button. No! <laughs> Has your wife got one of those? No, she has not. <laughs> Actually, uh, I was going to say she gave it to me, but no, she didn't. Someone else gave it to me as a, like a gift present for my birthday a couple of years ago. A little bit of Apple Pay news this week um, that's not bank-related. Um, and I think it's a really good, um, I guess, vision into where digital wallets can be. I'm not specifically talking about Apple there, but this one does relate specifically to Apple. Cab Charge announced that their e-tickets be available 
in the Apple wallet. Now, what that means is if you've ever bought a Ticketmaster or a Ticket Tech concert ticket and you had it SMS to yourself for a Qantas or a Virgin um, a boarding pass, you can have them appear in your Apple wallet as a little ticket, as a little card. Uh, and in, in my case, I've got them, you know, got all my uh, my bank cards, but the 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 movie passes or whatever they are appear below it. Cab Charge now have this thing, and I've got to say, this is the most innovative thing from Cab Charge ever. Um, because they've got some cool stuff in cabs. You know, they've got the GPS tracking of the cab, which allows the cabbie not to have to worry too much about saying, you know, from home to city or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've got those little cardboard tickets. But think about a cab charge. And yeah, I, anyone, thought that, I thought that was a breakthrough, the little cardboard ticket. Anyone in, in business probably has used a cab charge. Now, yeah. you've got the big old paper check style, which still exist. They they're, really still put their Remember, they're ones? a blank check, right? We used to call them and use them at the blue gold. Blue gold, we used to call them. Because it's a blank guys, check. Is that what you guys call We never called it that, but it was a blank blue check. Blue gold. Yeah. You get one of those and you could go anywhere. There's no limit. It's just a thing. And then some yeah. poor bugger has to reconcile it all when it comes back. Yeah. Then they started with a little card. So it's a single trip, a single use, which was good. It was like a could, tap and go card, Because you it? could say, uh, these little cardboard cards, you could say to someone, and we get them a lot from, yeah, from companies, you know. Yeah, we do. We're, we're both traveling to, to New York next week. I'm yeah. assuming Samsung will send me a couple of little cab charges Absolutely. so I can get to the airport. Yep. I get my man Sam. We'll be at the airport. Absolutely. Good. In the, in the limo, eh? <laughs> so the cool thing is that that, that, that that gave them the ability of saying, here's a trip, here's two trips, whatever. But yep. again, still, there's a limit. Um, so what this new e-ticket does, and there's also, by the way, there's a third card, which is actually like a credit card. I had one of these in my last job. It was just a... Yeah, know, it's, it's like, a, like a plastic card. It's a plastic yeah. credit card, but it's cab charge. No, and that and is blue gold, that one. That's... Uh, yeah, yeah Only gold. senior executives get that trip. That's right. Is that how you had, I had an, an Australian government credit card? Is that why card. you got tiptoed out of SBS? I, I had a credit card that said Australian government on it. Really? It was freaky as all hell. It made you really think twice about anything you bought. Wow. Which was exactly why, so, I think. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, so Cab Charge have introduced the e-ticket into yep. Apple Wallet. So what it means is um, a, go- a business can allocate uh, cab charges to people, and you know they can send an SMS, so I guess, and it appears in the wallet. So whatever. rather than actually mailing us our physical cab charge they to go to the airport. They can potentially just send them. Plus, just send them. they can be set up with limits. So you can say, here's two trips with a $100 limit. So and and it, and it only works for those two trips and and it has a, a dollar limit to so it. So it only works on Apple Pay. Yeah, it's right at the so moment. There's no yeah. chance Samsung will send us that, will it? Probably not. No. Um, look, it will eventually be a Samsung Pay thing too. Yeah, sure. I would I would assume so because Samsung not, Pay are aggressive. It's not just iPhone users use. Caps. I would argue Samsung Pay is more aggressive in Australia than Apple Pay. Yeah. Um, well, they've got all the banks. They've got all the banks, yeah. um, and I think they've got some some interesting plans for the future. I just thought this was a really good story. I thought absolutely the cab cabs get a bad rap. Cab charge is the king of cabs because they own most of the the yeah. network and whatnot. Um, and I think that so here's the thing. Here's why this is genius. Uber has Uber Business, um, and as a business person, what I love about Uber is you know the email that comes through at the end of the month that says this is your usage, yeah. very easy to reconcile. And cab charge does a bit of that, but it's still this paper trust weird thing going yeah. on whereas with this it's like i'm sorry that's just this perfect has, ca- this has caught them up hasn't it yeah i think and, it has. and it's just another example of the, your phone being your wallet again like totally. you, you've got all these other things in there already and we're so close things, yeah you got your credit card in there so close Might as to well the have digital this. wallet mate so close do you still carry around a physical just you, a tiny little thing you don't carry cash with you're not a cash man are you no, ever no, no. ever Oh, I mean, I've got. What about if you're in church? Like on a weekend. What if you're in church and you've got to give something for the plate? They don't have tap and go, I'm out. The collection plate. You don't put anything. They've got a little. When was the last time you went to church? A few weeks ago. Okay. Um, But wasn't aware of that. Yeah. No. That I'm just. You need need a bit of change or. And you're not a coffee drinker either, so you don't need to sort of change for your coffee. No. Yeah. 
you're like that bloke at McDonald's that does the laps in the in the ad, does the tap and go to get his coffee, you know, so he doesn't wake the kid up in the back. Oh, Have yes, that, that is a good ad. Good ad, eh? That is a good ad. Yeah, and he does laps. He says, oh, uh, latte, uh, skimmed latte. And yeah, because he, he can't get does, the whole order out because he can't stop long enough. he can't stop, his kid will wake up. And, and then, then he does the tap and go. And they then work it out thumbs and off he goes. Yeah, yeah no, that is a Clever good ad. ad. Clever but, ad. But see, I'm so close. I've, I, I do still carry a physical you know, credit card just in case for some reason Apple Pay fails yeah, on me. Same. But I'm now at the point where I I default absolutely to Apple Pay and it's taken me a while to default to it because you just instinctively yeah. reach for your wallet yeah. uh, I carry my driver's license and my Opal card now both of those both of those are going to go uh, digital, go digital by Opal, the end of this year Opal already digital? Okay, for light rail and stuff so some okay. it is but it's not it's not perfect but, yet uh, and what was the other one you said? The uh, uh, and my driver's the, license the driver's license yeah. that, that's coming by the end of the year? year this year yeah, should okay. be by this year yeah. interesting so, so yeah, look so it's so fascinating we won't, we won't need what about our loyalty cards you can put that in there you get, some get of them Stow in the card in or Stow card, card or whatever yeah. it's called um, plus a lot of them work my gym in, in card anyway. is in Stow card my yeah gym my gym card's just God, I don't know where I put that where did I put the gym card yeah it's just a barcode I took a photo of it actually and that works just as well yeah I took a photo too but I don't know what happened to the photo just yeah I've never had a gym card in my life. Let's be honest. Okay, but uh, it's it's we should you know, work out together one day. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to put you through a session, Trev. You won't walk the next day, but that's all good. You won't be able to lift that microphone up. Mate, this is my exercise. Is it? <laughs> Jeez, anyway. that's sad if that's true, mate. If you sad if it's true, come on. You, you do a bit of walking around. You do a bit of. No, I wander around. You're a bit physical, are you? I wonder. It was. <laughs> I wonder. You're, you're a Roman Catholic, eh? You do a lot of roaming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, details of the cab charge are e-tickets in Apple Pay or Apple Wallet at uh, EFTM.com. We go from cabs to tabs. Tablets. Oh, I love it. Tablets. <laughs> you are on fire. We go from cabs to tabs. No. <laughs> so yeah, the Samsung has announced their new. Uh, there's two new tablets in their Galaxy Tab range. We're talking the Galaxy Tab S4, which is their high-end two-in-one device. This is uh, the ability for you to attach a keyboard and really uh, the top end, the top end of town. This one, the Tab S4, uh, running Android, but it's uh, got an uh, AMOLED screen. It's got a, a higher resolution display, so yeah. it is it is the more expensive of the two. It's, but there's you know, also the I, uh, I say iPad Pro and iPad. Yeah, exactly. That's right. what they've done. Exactly here. right. And it's and the others is the the Galaxy uh, Tab, Tab A, A as well. Ten point five. Both the same screens. Ten point five. The Tab A has a, only a HD resolution, whereas the uh, the the Tab S four has got like a quad HD display, uh, and I, I can't see a home button as well on the the Tab S four. The uh, can you see a home button there? Mate, I think it's. Uh, oh, no, I didn't look to be honest. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's going to vir- have a virtual home button. I, think. I can imagine the Tab S4 being a nine 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 starting price, one oh nine nine starting price, and I can yeah. imagine the Tab A ten point five being a five nine nine four nine nine. They have to be four nine nine, mate, because the yeah. Apple iPad's four six nine. Yeah, it has to be close. But what you know, the feature, the you know, honest, it's, it's running exact. Android. It's got a, 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 a cover that mate, you can buy, a keyboard the cover. Tab S4. Yep. Is running Dex 
off off well, the bat. That's what I was going to say. That is, the, I reckon, that's the killer feature here because absolutely. Rather than like you know, decks as we know, you need you if you want to connect the decks pad, you got a Galaxy phone. This was turns two years monitor. ago when they announced the S8. You had this little little circle box you could sit uh, plug into a monitor and you could put your Galaxy S8 into it, yeah. and it would become on the big screen like a computer, a, a desktop, desktop interface. Computer. Now now it's like a tray that you slide it in horizontally. And, and so now they've got the t- on the Tab S4, and I was confused by this initially, but now, now I get it. You can just go, no, no, I want to be in desktop mode now. So you're at, on the lounge, you're in tablet mode, you sit down at your desk with the keyboard out, and you go, no, I want it in, I want it in desktop mode, and it switches to that desktop version of Android. And then Brilliant. You, can, you can open multiple windows as well, like a, like yeah. a desktop experience, so the, including uh, running Windows uh, Office, the Office, sorry, yep. Microsoft Office Suite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you can also, too, this is a cool feature too, you can uh, connect a second, so if you've got a monitor, you can connect it to a monitor, yeah. so it's like use it like Dex, like to have the monitor as your desktop, yeah. or you can have you still have an Android desktop, so it's like a little second screen. Yeah, very handy, and that that's through uh, using a HDMI to USB C uh, adapter, multi port adapter. But uh, the Tab A is sort of more your family tablet. You watch your movies, you browse the, your content. The images alone mode. defined what it was. You know, family crowded around a tablet. Uh, playing games, looking at movies. That's what they want with that thing. They Absolutely, want, yeah. and I think it's, I mean, it's a weird one, the tablet market, isn't it? Because it plateaued, right? It stopped, stopped growing, and a lot of people bag tablets as being but dead. I but I think it wasn't... it's time for people to reinvest. Like, it's, it's, no, it's, so... it's enough time has passed now where they need a new that's, one. That's exactly my point. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I think now people with a, an iPad 2 or, or an early, the one of the earlier Samsungs are looking at it going, right, it's time to, it's time to get something better. It's time to get something snappier. Excuse me, snappier in performance or whatever. Yep. And I don't, so I don't think, and I've said this f- since we started talking about the decline of tablets as was being reported. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as a decline of tablets. I see it as the plateau of tablets. We've hit, we've hit mass penetration. Yep. It's never going to get any more penetration than it is now, but the people that have them will upgrade them. And this is an unbelievable upgrade for people. Absolutely. And I think uh, how you, what you mentioned before, the, the, the Tab S4 is obviously your, your pro version of the tablet. So yep. for people who want to use it as a two-in-one, as a PC, a laptop replacement. So it's got it's got uh, some solid specs under the hood too, like quad-core processor, and it's got LTE support as well. So you can put a SIM card in. Mm. I think the Tab A's got a LTE support as well. Uh, but it, there there is a distinction in the in the in the specs of each one, so you know that one is the pro version yeah. and one is your entry. Level I, I, here's the thing: a lot of people listening might think, "No, no, I'm an iPad user. That's it. I'm using my iPad." I we're we're we're, we're smart um, in, individuals, Stephen. When we're on a when we're more on a trip with Samsung, well, yeah. I'll use Samsung devices because I want to be loyal Absolutely. to the people that are with gad- me. We gadget up. I will take a, a Samsung tab with me next week to New York, yeah. um, and that's where I'll put my Netflix and my stand on for the flight and stuff. Yeah. Um, but to p- make the point about how easy it is to transition, my wife, uh, we have a, a exercise, what are they called, treadmill, uh, in the so garage. you do exercise? My do wife you, Do you use it? it. <laughs> um, well, see, the problem was my wife uh, did an amazing job at losing weight because she wanted to, by walking in the morning, yeah. just getting up and walking. Yeah. But here's old me leaving every morning uh, to do the Today Show so and she couldn't do it. Yeah, so right. that so had a direct impact. So I bought, we bought this really good yeah. uh, treadmill nice. with fans and, you know, whatever. It's got a tablet mount on it and everything, right? Beautiful. So she had not, we had an iPad 2 there. Yeah. That's all we had. It's just an iPad yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plugs into the speakers. It's got speakers on this treadmill and everything. But I noticed that, like, it's finding the 30-pin charger and stuff. It was just getting a pain. You know what I did? One weekend I went, oh. Galaxy Tab S2, like yep. a couple of year old version. Yep. 
installed Netflix stand, Foxtel on it, put it up there. Boom. She hasn't even noticed. Like she's noticed. She knows it's different, yeah, but yeah. it hasn't it's been an issue yeah. for her because all of those things simply operate on these devices. Absolutely, and that's yeah. why you don't need to be locked into an ecosystem. Apple would love to think that you need the ecosystem, but when people say to me, I've got a, I've got an iPhone and an iPad, should I buy a Mac? I'm like, no, it's not required. It doesn't matter at all. Um, I'd still recommend it. But yeah. um, and when it comes to tablets, I actually think, mate, the Samsung stuff is uh, is just as darn well good as, as the iPad in many, many, many ways. I agree with you. Uh, let's talk price, though. What do you what do you reckon the Tab S4 is going to be? Nine nine nine? Yeah, I think that expensive. I think nine 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 to one oh nine nine. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then the Tab A will be what four nine nine five nine nine. Almost get almost guaranteed to be four six nine because these are ten point fives. They did have an eight. It'll uh, be uh, earlier this year. It'll be exactly the same price as the iPad. It'll be four six nine. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Maybe by four six eight, they might make it a dollar cheaper. I oh, know Officeworks and JB will do that. They'll take that dollar off just for just for giggles. So the you don't you don't reckon it it won't be nine nine nine? The Tab S four it could be ten ninety nine. There might be a nine 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 version, Wi Fi only, thirty two gig of RAM. They didn't mention that. They said it's. I think it's only going to be four G. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. We have to wait and see. A Samsung Australia spokesman confirms the devices will come they to will Australia, Australia and pricing yeah. availability will be made made yeah, available re- shortly. I said I reckon they'll be out. Sooner rather than later, in the next in the next month, I reckon they'll be out. See, here's the punish for them. Next week, they're announcing at the least note, multiple things. Right? Oh, there's going to be well, a watch. There's going to be a. We, we should talk we about should. that. We should. Let's we have should. a quick chat about it right now. We're going, to, we're going to be in New York next week for the Note Nine launch. It's all yeah. pretty obvious. That's what's going to we'll see. Yeah. Um, where, there was that. Well, they sort of gave us a heads up that this, there's a, an announcement coming at one a.m., which was mm. today, and I thought it was going to be the Galaxy Watch because have you seen all the all yeah. the leaks about that? I reckon that's what they'll announce with the Note 9, that yeah. the watch will be a Galaxy device as yeah. well. I think there'll be a third thing, probably more ancillary or accessory-based. I think it'll be something to do with the, the Note uh, yeah. device. I don't know. I just feel Have like... Have you seen the little teaser ads they've got out there yeah. for the little oh, battery or the lot can happen in one day and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the Note is a, is a device that, that has a fan club and it will continue that way uh, stylus and all that kind of stuff what do you think of uh, samsung's ads recently kind of taking the piss out of the the genius bars that apple that the guy had a guy with an apple thing on and they've got the the customer saying oh hang on but where's the micro expandable memory card oh no our phones don't have that oh the galaxy I've the galaxy s9 has I've that. said all along i think they're stupid yeah oh, I, I think I, they're, they're sort of poking it, the poking the bear i think they? they spend that money just to get blog coverage yeah, yeah, because I don't think any average Joe is watching that. I stuff. saw it on Mac Rumors. I think the biggest, the I think their biggest problem is them taking the piss out of the notch. Have you seen those ones? Yeah, with the blokes walking around and they've got a notch yeah. instead of. Was like that the, a Samsung ad? Yeah, 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 right. Um, because everyone's getting the notch. I know there was one of the Google ads Pixel Three is going to have a notch. Yeah, I know a deep Op- notch apparently. Um, Huawei has a notch. Oppo yeah, have a notch. Alcatel have a notch. Yeah, uh, I, I just I just walk away from that if I was yeah. you because in the end. I know that Oppo got the fine. We'll see that in a couple of weeks with the pop-up camera. But yeah. in the end... They, they actually delayed the the, um, the event do, Don't a you week, love that? When you get the week. email, you go... You, you, I mean, and we have yeah. to reply and say, you don't think you should do it the week after. Yeah, I'm not going to be here. Well, none of us, yeah. all, all, the, all the journalists... I'll reply and say, you've got an event on the 8th of August. Great idea, but I'll be with Samsung <laughs> and I'd recommend and that so, most so of the panic. senior journalists <laughs> would be there. Yeah. Just just on uh, Huawei, I wrote the story on Tech Guide yesterday about them now overtaking Apple as the second. It's another story second, we, we yeah, didn't put on yeah, the rundown. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about it now. Well, the, the, I, I thought it was interesting. The so Huawei definitely the standout story because, and this to be clear, it's it's not 
fact it's, 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 Q, it's after it's Q2. Analyst data, yeah. which is pretty strong. Well, yeah. well, three, diff- three different analysts come up with the IDC same thing. data and, and stuff like yeah. that in there. So it's good good core info. Samsung's number one, Huawei's number two, Apple's number three in terms of shipments. And Huawei's improvement is like 48% or something yeah, year on year. That, more than that, yeah. Uh, no, I think it's 48%, 48% year on year. Um, but, but Xiaomi was similar in 40% odd. Xiaomi. Oppo or Oppo, whatever you want to call it, um, also had a good bump. Yep. So there's a solid bump in... Um, shipments um, for a couple of them, but it just the the I guess the forty one percent the the Chinese growth is it's I don't know huge. whether that's just the Chinese markets or whether that's a global thing. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Like that's the problem is what impact does this change have on uh, yeah. you know America, Australia, Cause, Great Britain? Because China, the China market alone is like. A quarter of the world market. That's right. So it's massive. So yeah. and, it's, and it's on the back of the the P twenty. They, they sold, I think, what seven million units of yeah. the P twenty, the yeah. P twenty Pro. So that, that's giving them a little kick along. And, and I, I think the thing is, we've got to accept that in Australia, smartphone penetration may be at eighty percent or something like that. Right? I don't know. Higher than a that. Big number. Higher than that. But in China, it's probably at like 40, 30. Yeah. It might even be less and, with and the billions, right? Growing, absolutely and that's right. See, it's still growing. It's still a growing yeah. market, which is why it's so important to Apple well, as well. Well, in China, Huawei has a 27% market share. That's the, the top top of yeah. it. And, uh, but, but, you know but what, again, that, that's, not, that's not smartphone market share. That's just market share. The market share. But, right? but smartphone market share, interestingly, they have, they're very strong in Europe. Yeah. Huawei's number one in Italy, in Portugal, all these other markets where... You, you normally think, oh, Samsung, Apple are everywhere, but they're, they're, Huawei are surprisingly strong in Europe as well. Mm. So that that's kind of added to this to these figures as well. And the the as it stands, their market like Samsung's number one with twenty point nine percent. Second is Huawei fifteen point eight percent. Then Apple is twelve point one percent. That's that's quite a drop. Now, I don't know whether that's a combination of uh, people not buying the more expensive iPhone tens or hanging off. Or waiting to no, see what's coming out. It's just a combination out. of if you if you took out the subcontinent and Chinese markets. Yeah, exactly. It's different. It's a very different yeah, number. Totally right. Also, but but Samsung tend to sell well in Asian markets anyway. Mm. So in China, they'd be selling quite. They'd have a healthy yeah. sales there as well. The story here really is uh, LG, buddy Sony. Um, yeah, who else they're is not there? even. They don't even figure. I yeah. mean, the, the, these companies yeah. are still churning out millions of phones and on, yeah. on the radar. And they're trying to compete against an Oppo and a, and a Xiaomi. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's staggering to so me that it, it, it even continues. So three of the top five are Chinese companies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's huge. But it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting story. And, and, and for, for people to think that, that Samsung and Apple have got a stranglehold on, on the top two positions, this, this, was, this proved it wrong. So you know, Huawei have got a bit of momentum now, I think, with the P20. And I understand that in October... Later this year, they're going to announce another flagship device. There's Which another will be the launch, but the next version be, of the well, whatever that's called. Mate so 12. they're going to they're going to uh, they're going to maintain continue that momentum they built up with yeah. the P20, uh, which was judged by many people, including myself, as one of the best Android phones you can buy. No it's, doubt, it's remarkable. Correct. So they they are they are doing very well and uh, market share growing around the world. In Australia, I don't. They're, they're they're starting to make inroads. Still, very much a Samsung, Apple one and two, but no doubt. they are they are climbing in Australia too, as well. So uh, interesting to see how they finish the year off. Uh, this would be the one year I want to get data from your IDCs and the like yeah. because 
Um, I think I'd like to wait another quarter once the ZTE drop, because ZTE is going to have a massive drop. Uh, Alcatel will pick up Huawei, I think, with the P20. I think this should be a very good year yeah. to get some data out of Australia. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, we started talking about Samsung. We might, might finish off talking about Samsung. So the Note 9, what what, what was the other thing you said was going to come out? The like watch. Accessory? The watch for sure. Watch for and sure. I just feel like there's going to be something else. I reckon they'll have the tab, the, the tabs there at the. Oh, event the tabs will be there, but in there. terms of announcements, so you reckon there'll be something else? What yeah, else could know. there be? Like another VR headset or something? What, what can yeah, they do? I really don't know. What more can it's they just do? Just a vibe, I get man. Just a vibe. It's just a vibe. Just a vibe, really? I get man. <laughs> but do you reckon what, there could be two if, notes? What about if we get there could and there they be two say notes? no, no, no? <laughs> Once you start, you can't stop. It's like eating peanuts. Once you start, you got to keep going. Two likes talking to. Two Blokes Talking Tech is sponsored by Unidin, and they've just released a brand new, an updated uh, security camera, the AppCam Solo Plus. This is a full HD camera. It's a new home security camera, weatherproof, so you can use it inside and out. Uh, and it also has now a, an optional solar power connection, so you can have uninterrupted power supply. So you've got to buy the, the, uh, the solar panel separately, but it allows you to position the camera in such a way with the solar panel so you don't need to uh, recharge the batteries. And this model does actually include rechargeable batteries that if you are using it without the panel will still last quite a long time. Uh, it has a, it's got a unique little movement movement uh, detection here as well. So it's, you're not going to get any of these false these false notifications. It does have a great system where you can, you, it's got this thermosense technology that will give you the notifications if a person is there rather than the trees swaying in the breeze or a car driving past your driveway. Uh, it also can reduce glare from the sun as well, so you're getting really clear images, 130-degree viewing angle as well. You've got up to 180-day standby time too if you're using the rechargeable battery. Uh, it's also got an SD card on board if you want to record locally, but it can also send up to the cloud as well. Two-way audio, so you can talk to someone who's at your door or uh, if uh, you're expecting a delivery or you want to talk to a courier or something like that. Night vision, of course, too, up to 10 metres. Uh, and you'll also it also runs, of course, with the Uniden Solo Companion app as well. So worth uh, worth checking out. They start at $279.95, but you can also buy twin, triple, and quad packs as well. The solar panel is $79.95, which is a, an affordable add-on as well if you want to have the camera running continually. For more information, you can visit uniden.com.au. Oh, yeah, Google. Google has just announced in Australia. There you go, we're mate. very professional. It's not even we're late. Very professional. It's not even late. I've only got one word to say, Trev. For the last time, no. <laughs> so Google, Google have uh, just launched in Australia the Google Max. This is the their largest smart speaker. Remember the Google Home, which was uh, at the time when it was released, it was everyone was pretty thrilled with it. It was a smart speaker. Rubbish not speaker. Not the best music speaker, though, was yeah. it? It was smart speaker. It was smart, but rubbish. Music speaker, yeah, not so good. Well, the Google Max is going to change all of that because uh, I've actually heard this, and I've got, I've got it here as well. This is a, and I'm going to say it, it's a HomePod quality speaker. Wow. It is very, very impressive. For a start, it's bigger than the HomePod. It's, it's yeah. actually quite large. 
and it has uh, you know, all, all the yeah you know, it's got got big big woofers so you get really good bass and it's got tweeters and it sounds fantastic. You can also include them as a, a stereo pair, so just like the HomePod, you can connect them together. One thing the Google Max has though that the HomePod does not have is an auxiliary in connection. Mm. So you can put this. They did a really good demo with a turntable. So that turntable, vinyl record connected to Google Max sounded fantastic. They connected the the stereo pair, so they connect wirelessly. But you only still need to connect the auxiliary cable to one of the speakers. Yep, really smart. So uh, it's it's more expensive than HomePod. Very Sonos, very Sonos like. It is very much so. So yeah, it can also be set up as like a uh, a a multi room system. It does look a bit like the Play Five. You know, the Play Five speaker, similar shape, similar size. Aux port in it, Wi-Fi, like it just feels very Sonosy, which is smart. Very much, but uh, the Google Max, it sounds really good, and also has the uh, smart sound technology on board, similar to HomePod, where it can optimize the audio based on where it's located in the room. So if you've got it in a corner against the wall, it does all the bouncing of the signal so that you get better bass and better better audio quality no matter where mm. you do it. And even if you move the speaker from one corner to another somewhere else in the room. It recalibrates on its own without you doing anything, and then reestablishes that uh, that optimized uh, sound as well. I I just struggle with why Google's doing this. Well, I think it's a because they're, Google they're, Assistant can be made available. Sony's got a great speaker. JBL yes. have got a beautiful big JBL Link Thirty. I think it is big thing, yeah. booming sound, great sound. Like, why do they need to? Yeah, I just I, I can't imagine that it's core business for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, well, I could just imagine like, the customer when that yeah they're using Google the Google Assistant and it's just that brand recognition where they because they're using Google they had to be in it they had to have a product their own product offering their own assistant so it's that it's that kind of brand loyalty I reckon yeah. that they're relying on from customers to say well Google were the first ones to come up with it and they're they're, they're going to continue to support the whole thing the mm. whole industry the yeah. category is I think it's the sort of category where. You're not you're not going to run short. Like everyone, everyone's going to get a good helping of the market. Uh, no, no, there's, there'll be obviously some brands that get a lot of customers, but I'd say all the brands would be doing well, yeah. including Google, despite yeah. them that that audio not being their core business. Thing is that Google dominate hardware because yeah. they were first to market with their own thing. Absolutely. If Google yeah. Assistant had have launched on Sony, JBL, and Google at the same time, yeah, would, people would have bought JBL and Sony. Absolutely and right. That's why I'm saying we're, that they were the first one with it. So people thinking, well, it's theirs. It's theirs. It'd be like it'd be like someone buying putting out another speaker that runs Siri off it. So imagine imagine buying a Sony speaker where you can say, hey, you know what, and Apple would that that's unheard of. Apple would say no thanks, we'll do that. Oh, but see the thing is what what I like about what Apple's doing is it's premium whereas if, you know, a JBL was available with Siri built in it'd just be a more affordable price point for some people Maybe. to enable that service. Maybe. Um you know, least, Sonos Sonos yeah. is going to have uh, Google in it later this year too. So, you know, the the Sonos one the yep. and has Google Assistant coming to it as well. So it's a it's just competitive for them. That's all. I think it's a great speaking. And here's the thing: I I, I look at the HomePod and I think genius device, genius design, and it's so smart that it knows it's sitting against a wall and all that. But man, it's always going to be against a wall. Like why would yeah. you, like the three sixty? You're not going to put it in a coffee table. The three sixty <laughs> works with a UE Boom or, yeah. or JBL's version because you put it in the middle of a table or in the poolside and it's it's booming sound around. Yep. HomePod's plugged into the friggin' wall. It's never going to be in the middle of the it's room. Got a long cord though. 
I know, but how yeah. often? Who's you're not going to put on a coffee table. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's right? always going to be on the Which edge of the room. Which is why you look at this design. Yeah, that's perfect. That's fine. Got yeah. a nice design. Can stand up. Can lie it, down. It's very, it's very uh, sonorous. Very uh, plain and and minimal too. There's no logo on it. There's nothing. So it's meant to mm. blend into the background, just like HomePod. It's just a, yeah. a shape and a color. It's just meant to be there. Yeah, and it just, work. just sits there. So it's not going to overtake you. It could just sort of slip into the background yeah. uh, and fit into your decor. Uh, it's going to be priced at five hundred and forty-nine. What do you think of that price? It's more expensive. Than the HomePod, and I remember when people, when we said Isn't that the funny? HomePod was four nine nine, everyone's going, "Wow, oh, that's expensive." Along comes the Max, and, and granted, it's a bigger speaker. It's a bigger speaker, it bigger is a more, speaker. more versatile speaker. So too. get ready for the comparisons of Google Max V the HomePod, uh, but it does have that auxiliary in. It has this uh, p- capability of being part of a stereo pair if you want to buy two. So that's what. That's eleven hundred dollars you got a pony yeah. up there, uh, but it's going to be available on August nine uh, through JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, the Good Guys, David Jones, OfficeWorks, and of course the Google Store. Of course, five hundred and forty-nine dollars. Would you buy this? Is it worthwhile at that price? No, I'd, I'd recommend people buy Sonos. You think so? Yeah. Also, the Play Five instead of this. Yeah. But you can't tell the you can't. Like, I know Sonos has got it's got a it's got a Google it's going to have Google system built the, in. Yeah. So is that going to be just a firmware upgrade? Yeah. Well, the Play One. So you yeah, have the Play One, it, yeah, and then it, the, okay. the whole system integrates. This, this has multi-room capability as well, yeah. so you can. Uh, if, if it's got Google Assistant, who really uses on board. multi-room capability? Yeah, but but if you've got, say, you got a JBL speaker, right, with yeah. Google Assistant, you can have that talking to this, so it'd yeah, be yeah. part of a setup. Yeah. So, in, that in itself, I think, lends itself for people to say, well. If I want to have that set up, I've got the choice of Sonos. I've got yeah. the choice of Google. I've got the choice of JBL. Panasonic even have a Google Assistant speaker. How many other companies have got Google yeah. speakers? So it, it gives customers choice. And if you want, there aren't many speakers, apart from the upcoming Sonos update to the Play 5, there aren't mm. many speakers that are this size, this size that this sound quality. this good, apart from the HomePod. No. So this is kind of taken Apple on at their price point. Do you know who's missing here? Bose. Yes. Crickets. Yeah. They don't have a, a, a Google Assistant speaker, do they? Yeah, they got all their yeah. bloody they got Bluetooth, so, bloody yeah. everything's. And yeah, I'd say they'd have to. I reckon they're probably looking at maybe. A, I reckon they'll put out an Alexa speaker before a Google Assistant speaker. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure whether they'd uh, give Google the satisfaction. We shall see. Details: the Google Max at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, I feel like I'm, I'm coming early with the reviews here because what I want to talk about is really a review. But uh, okay, go for just it. Just a quick product mention, and sure. uh, not not because they're a sponsor, but uh, because I just thought it was bloody cool. Uh, Absolutely, the uh, the Uniden UPP eight zero S UPP IPP. We the, all PP. They really love their product names, don't they? <laughs> um, but if this I, thing, if I was in the boardroom for that decision, I would say no. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, this is so. They sent me this. It's a portable battery. You know, got plenty of portable batteries. Signet, yep. Belkin, got them yep. all. They're great. They're yep. wonderful. Uh, you charge your phone. It's an 8,000 milliamp hour battery. Um, you know, recharge your phone a couple of times. Uh, but the thing is, uh, this thing has a solar panel on one side. Now, I love that because you, you could be on a tree. You could be camping. You could be uh, hiking. You could be anywhere. Um, and you could you could charge a couple of people's different phones. And then you go, oh, we're out of battery. Sit it down. Just sit it down. Charges itself now. It takes seventeen hours to recharge itself fully. But think think of an extreme circumstance where someone does run out of battery and they are lost. They're bushwalking, yep. or you're camping for longer than you thought, or whatever. 
mate, you sit that down for a few hours yeah. and You've just got patience. It's got power yeah, and yeah. you can get a bit of juice back in your phone to make contact. Absolutely. It's got a torch on the front. And the the number one reason I want to talk about this, it's 50 bucks. Wow, that's cheap. That's ridiculous. And it's got it's 8,000 milliamp hour. Wow. 8,000 milliamp hour that's battery, two USBs, 50 bucks. 49.95 to be precise. I'd, I we I had to email and triple check that was the price because I thought yeah. it was ridiculous. Because do you remember weeks ago I had the UPP one three six, which is the one that could start <laughs> the one that could start your car. Yeah, remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> What's funny? It's just the UPP, name on UPP, it, yeah. UPP. It sounds like a song. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> great product. Uh, check it out at eftm.com. <laughs> Stephen, uh, you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but you were yes, very coy. Yeah. I was, I was under sitting embargo. Going, you were sitting yeah. here going, what I'm going to tell you now is not a review. It is, <laughs> it is an announcement about the product because you at the time this were under a- legal embargo, <laughs> yes. not allowed to give your opinions on the product. So, Stephen, right. for the first time here on the Two Blokes Talking <laughs> Tech, tell us your view of the NVIDIA uh, thing. NVIDIA Shield. Shield. Yeah, well, this is a 4K uh, content streaming device, and we've seen plenty of them. There's Apple TV, uh, what else is there? Telstra TV, there's plenty of them out there. And they're all focused, obviously, on content. Your Netflix, your Stan, Foxtel Now. And the NVIDIA Shield delivers that. But the it, it's it's from NVIDIA, which is uh, associated with sort of like gaming and, and, and that side of things. And what the Shield does is give you, it runs Android, so it gives you all those things I mentioned, Netflix, Stan, all in 4K, HDR, all those content, access to the Google Play Store, all of that. But the NVIDIA NDA is present here so that the gaming is a large component of this experience as well. So not only can you play Android games in, in really reasonable quality. I've had them up. This screen that you're looking at right now, I've got the NVIDIA Shield connected here. The games actually looked really impressive on a 150-inch on wow. screen. But what you Show can off. do as well is you can also, if you're a diehard PC gamer, right? So you've got your PC set up. You've got your GeForce graphics card. You're playing your game. What the NVIDIA Shield allows you to do is to stream it from that PC to the Shield so you can play the game on your 4K television. And it will upscale to the 4K resolution through the Shield. So... What's the best screen in your house? If you haven't got a 4K monitor in, in your with your computer, you can stream it to the 4K TV in your lounge room. Yeah. has a dedicated controller. I saw a demo of this. The lag was virtually non-existent. It was really, really impressive. So if you, if you love your streaming and, and binging on your content, Netflix and Stan and all of those, and you also enjoy your gaming, then the Shield is going to suit you down to the ground. So uh, it, it does have that amazing gaming component to it as well. It's really small too. Look how small it is. Yeah. It's small. It's about the size, slightly bigger than a phone. Yeah. And and a little bit thicker. That's it in my hand. It's tiny. It's up up. You can't see it from here, but it's up in the up in the the uh, the cabinet up there. But uh, also, there's a version where you can actually buy a gaming controller that comes with it as well for mm-hmm. uh, a three forty nine. I think that that's set up. But that looks like a PlayStation or an Xbox controller, yeah. and, and they all work on the games. A lot of free games you can play on it as well. You can also pay for some games too. But really great selection. Uh, it can be act like your Apple TV. Can act like your your Telstra TV. All these other you know Fetch TV box. But it can also act like a gaming console as well. So mm. a big tick there. I think if you're after a streaming device and you're into your games, then I'd check out the Nvidia Shield. There are the two versions. The two forty nine, you get the regular version with the regular controller. Three twenty nine ninety five is the gaming edition with the gaming controller. 
Very nice. Check it out. Techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, we've got... Uh, you wouldn't want to come near our homes, basically. <laughs> a lot of cameras. We've got no shortage of security a lot cameras. Of cameras. And I've got more to put up as well. So I've been, um, I've been testing one at the front door. Now, Stephen Fennick can complain. So can uh, <laughs> Jeff Quattromani and Chris Bowen. When they come to my house at night and they, it's darkness, darkness at the front door. Because I don't have a porch light. There was no, yeah. there was no ability for me to support the Cronulla Sharks and leave the porch light on. Don't have okay. one. I do. Um, so well, I would have put it on for the Cronulla Sharks anyway. I almost <laughs> immediately installed the ring spotlight cam when I got it because... Is that your handiwork, mate? Yeah, mate. Did you install that yourself? Yeah. Wow. Is that a problem? What do you mean? I've got the black one. you got a white one. I've got yeah. a black one. Well, mate, no, no, I'm it, saying it's good. Well done. Oh, mate, it's four screws. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. Could have cleaned your roof a bit. Yeah, I, mate, I did. It's pretty dirty. <laughs> oh, I actually <laughs> got a broom out. And... I'm looking at the picture on <laughs> yeah, EFTM. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, um, very nice, mate. Anyway, uh, so ring spotlight cam. Battery operated spotlight and cam. So these are the people that made the doorbell yep. and the floodlight. We've talked about the floodlight before. I've got the floodlight in the corner of the house. It's unbelievable. I love it. It turns on every time there's people around. I've got that on the side of my house too. It's so the spotlight cam for me is your entry into this space. Um, it, it detects motion. The light comes on if it's nighttime. It detects motion. It records video day or night, whatever you set it to do. Now, the number one most impressive thing about it is, mate, the thing detects motion like I've never seen before. I did put a screenshot. It's a shocking screenshot. But is that Kurt Quattromani? It's Quattromani walking out at the front now. The, just, just and side if, side note. I saw yeah. Quattromani last night. Did he too? At the at the, the GHD. GHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know what GHD is? Yes, mate. I, it's I, the hair straightener. Yes. You sent him. Was that was it? You yeah. telling him you have to go to that? No. I saw him there because he was the only person I knew there. Yeah. Well, Actually, there was one other person I knew there. But I just it, thought it was a stupid thing. Why would well, I want to go to that? To be, I'm going to be completely honest. My wife said, you have to go to that. Because she wants Because I'm hoping to get one. Yeah. And I said, okay. I never say no to my wife. No, and, that's right. Uh, and I've got two daughters as well who fight over the straightener as yeah. well. So, yeah, just uh, so shout out to Quattro. The screenshot on the, there. So That's your front part? The, the other thing is that your, your car there? The other thing to notice, yes. The other thing to notice is, see, I've screenshotted where, that, where the video is. See how many seconds in it is? Like the video yeah. is is like a second in, right at that screenshot, and he's okay. only just in frame. Just in frame. I'm wow. telling you, it started recording before he was like in frame. Like a dash cam. Started recording wow. before he was in frame. It was brilliant. So the the motion detection is, is good. He, is he got a little bit of a monkey's bum there? Yeah, mate. He that, he pretends that I'm gumball, mate. He's, right? he's got dramas. That's that's big dramas. And it's shone a very bright light on it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to bag him for that because I've got my own issues. But yep. So good stuff. Uh, links with the with the cloud as well. You get your yep. you know all your notifications. Again, solar panel. It's it's the it's the go to. Arlo Swan, Uniden. They've all got them. Are they uh, sent you a solar panel with yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So the solar panel <laughs> gonna, that I... I'm going to say, well, that's one reason why I haven't done my review yet. The solar yet. panel. Uh, I'll just install the solar panel at the other end. Okay. It's a pretty dodgy setup. I've just run the cable. Is that the cable there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, you've done a good job, mate. Yeah, thanks. Good job. Thanks, mate. I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, but the good thing is, again, I don't have to touch it ever because it's right. constantly charging at daytime. Yeah, a, that's the go with um, it. Solar, my only, solar panel. My good. only negative was, because I'm relying on it as a light, so it is our only porch light. Okay, so I this f- is your negative. What I is it? F- I feel like it doesn't come on when it, whenever it detects motion. That's an issue with, so a, just with a, 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 a sensor light, isn't it? So if I, if I walk outside the front door, it'll come on, then I go yeah. and put the bins out or something and come back. If I'm, if I'm back within 30 seconds or so, the light won't turn on again. Oh. It doesn't so matter whether I'm going in or out or whatever. It's just... Yeah, I just don't feel like it turns on all the time. So and I've tried two models of the bloody thing. It when it comes on, how long does the light stay on for? 
Great question. I'm going to say 10, 15, 15 seconds. seconds. It's a while. Yeah, so that a, turns off. It's a good so period. you come back into range of it and it doesn't, doesn't turn, turn on. back on again, yeah. Okay, that's a bit of a flaw there. But I but I don't think that's the average. Is that a setting that, that you can change? Or no. Or is that I've, just I've, how it is? I've mucked around with a lot of the settings. Okay. Um, and they've tried to help me over the phone. I just I just think it's how it's meant to be. But them. this is sort of tucked in under your porch, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah. Is it, could it be the fact that you're walking out and the sensor picks you up straight away, you're coming in and the sensor can't quite get you from no, under no, your porch? No, it knows on that. It's a very good sensor. Right. The sensor on the ring floodlight and spotlight are excellent. Like the floodlight, I don't know if you've noticed driving out to a place, the floodlight comes on when you're yeah. 10 metres driving away. It's like it's like I've come to the gates of Auschwitz when That's I come to your joint. <laughs> the, big, the big floodlights, it's like, who goes there? I'm, I'm waiting for you to say. <laughs> you know what I mean. The, Thanks, it's mate. very bright light. Thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Interesting I, analogy. I didn't mean to sort of to imply that no. you're a Nazi or anything, but... Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it's, I expected someone else to say, "Who goes there?" with the bright oh, light on me. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good sensor. Yeah, it's a good sensor. It really is right. But anyway, great, that's, great that's, thing. It's like three hundred and twenty bucks. Uh, JB's yeah. the spotlight is probably the, sorry. The solar is uh, about another fifty seventy. Yeah, which, um, I, which I don't have. But ve- well, mate, go JB Hi-Fi. They're in the corner. No, Park, no, yeah, one. Did you pay for yours or no? Okay, all right. Anyway, check very it out. good. EFT that was longer than a minute, by the way. Well, mate, when, <laughs> when was the last time you it's, went a minute a on a it minute a review? I've stopped calling them minute yours, reviews, yours mate. Yours was a five-minute review, that one. Mate, that was good. I've that stopped was good. calling yours should, even minute reviews. I should reviews. say more about the NVIDIA Shield. No, it's rubbish. Who cares be, about it? Be, mate, yeah. they won't sell any. It's great. No, I really, I really like it. I oh, really like it. I'm a fan. I'm just a get fan. an Apple TV, folks. Yeah, I've got one of them too. But uh, the, the Shield's good. It, it allows you to play games. It's, Can I go it's home really now? nice. Yeah, if you must. What time is it now? Okay, past your bedtime, is it, mate? Yeah. Past your bedtime? Not really, no. Okay. But I want to get home to see my wife. Fair enough, mate. You've only been away for the day, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. You miss it, yeah? That's lovely. That's lovely. Did you text her that you love her and that, mate? Do you text your wife? No, sorry. Do you ever send a text to your wife to say, how are you, darling? I love you. How are you going? No. Do you ever do this that? Is, this is what happens, right? So she texts me earlier tonight. What was um, the text she sent you? Trevor, recording. where are you? What are you doing? Uh, so, so my kids is the right last night, uh, Amanda was out at uh, somewhere, friend's place. Yeah. Kids reading books, and Vivi goes, Dad, book club week, book club parade, yep. um, book week parade, yep. week five of school. I said, oh, very good. What do you want to be? She goes, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, because yeah. reading Wizard of Oz. I said, that's good. That's good. You'll have to get a little puppy dog for it to be Toto. <laughs> Harry Harry comes in. Uh, Vivi goes, what are you going to be for book book week parade? And he goes, I don't know. I said, Tin Man. Scarecrow. Oh, Tin Man. Because I, I, I immediately thought cardboard, wrap around, Tin Man, easy. Yeah, I, can, silver, I can make that. Silver. Anyway, this morning, Amanda's lost her mind because she's like, no way, we're not spending any money. You're going to be whatever the hell you were before. <laughs> it's done. Okay. Anyway, so she sends me a text tonight with a picture <laughs> from the Big W catalogue. There's a bloody Dorothy costume. Beautiful. 28 bucks. I've Hello. Gone, I've gone 28 bucks. I'm buying it. I don't care what you say. Yeah. She goes, are you on the plane? Because I had a missed call from her mm-hmm. as well. And I said, recording with Fennec. And I've sent her the photo. I took a yeah. selfie earlier in the show, if yes, you were listening. Right. She's replied, I didn't need that. Oh, and I've just you. gone, love you too. Thank you. I didn't need that. <laughs> That's basically our relationship. Really? She's she like, didn't, I didn't need that? I didn't need to hear should that. I, should I be offended or not? Is it more, yeah. more about you? No, it's it's really just she hates photos. She hates being on FaceTime. She hates just... Really? Fa- Let's be honest. She hates my head. Yeah, but but she but even her own she doesn't like sort of talking to you on FaceTime or no she doesn't like showing her face on cameras no, no. Right, yeah, right anyway it's a great insight into my life but no well that's it's all good mate all good 
you must get home to your wife, your lovely wife. Yeah, sure. We I'll, should we should wrap it up then, shouldn't we? We'll or? wrap it up now so that I can get Joe back the no button. Yeah, that's my. No, that's in my office. She might goes. need that later. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Trev? No. <laughs> <laughs> Two blokes talking. Trev, this this isn't by the bedside either. By the way, it's in my office. We don't keep it in the bedroom. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want it within reach. <laughs> yeah. You've got, and you can buy a yes button, can't you? Is that right? You can buy a yes button. Yeah, or that's no. on my side. Yeah, that <laughs> and apparently it's four times bigger than the no button. I've never had to push it. Yeah. <laughs> Good Two on blokes you. talking tech. See you next week. <laughs> No, 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 no. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. 